You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning. 911 here on IRLoneStar.com and Connor's FM 104.5, 106.1. This is Mornings with Lone Star live in studio, folks. Hanging out in downtown Conroe. We're going to be just Skippy and I for the morning till 11 o'clock. We have a good lineup today, full lineup. Everything's going on with Lone Star Community Radio, your community radio station. Visit IRLoneStar.com. If you want to join in on today's show, all you got to do is call in at 936-647-3776 or visit us on Facebook, MW Lone Star, send us a message or just go to IRLoneStar.com slash contact us and you can find everything we just said right there. All right. Sean. Dick. How are you doing this morning? I'm okay. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready for it? What, are, what? What? Wait! What are we ready for? I don't know yet. I'm just ready. <laughs> but, you, know, you just gotta be ready. A general sense of, of well, you know, Groundhog Day ready. is tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. What do you think? Is Puxafani Phil gonna see his? You step? know, I didn't know. Is it is it Gushers or Starburst that kill groundhogs? What? There, there's a candy out there that kills groundhogs. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. So I'm laughing because uh, it was like came from out of left field. Well, you know, I just want to end the Groundhog Day. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know, because, you know, we've already gone through so many natural disasters mm-hmm. here in the area. I don't really care. I don't believe whatever it's going to say. There's not a lot on the line because we've already kind of experienced it. This is true. We've already had a freeze. We've already had snow. We've already. Texas has managed to cram in six years of all four seasons in the last, like, 18 years. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not really superstitious when it comes to this year with the Groundhog Day. Well, here's a really quick trivia question for you. In the original in the original script for the movie Groundhog Day, how long was Bill Murray's character trapped in that in that time? Oh yeah, they I, I know you're I think we talked about that. Like someone actually did the numbers and it was a long time. It was like a thousand plus uh Well, it goes from everywhere from like 60 years on or something, but in the original script it was 10,000 years because, you know, according to some religions, that's how long it takes a man to reach nirvana, you know, you, you know like paradise on earth. And so that was the the underscore to that. Uh, I, you know, I can imagine it being anywhere from 60 years to maybe even 100. But can you imagine doing that for 10,000 years? Surely at some point you could have found some way to get out of that town. Well, what's funny about it is it would be great if somebody rewrote Groundhog's Day and did something like on a serious note. Like, what would happen if a person really is trapped for that long in a one town, one world, one basically rotation of the, of the earth? And well, then... The problem with that is that since Groundhog Day already set that tone, it's uh, it was like that Tom Cruise movie, uh, Live, Die, Repeat, or whatever they called it, where it's Groundhog Day in a, in a space invasion. Well, not necessarily, no. But that's how they marketed it. Well, what's it about? Well, it's like Groundhog Day, but it's alien invasion instead. Yeah, oh, okay. So it's like it's like when Star Wars was the first of its kind. Of well, yeah, I, I no, I understand what you're talking about, but you know, Live Die Repeat had different things inside the repeating of it. It was like that he would start at different points. Well, no, he'd always start at the same wake up point. No, he would go further back sometimes. No, depending on how closer he got to the uh, alien. What? Yeah, 
Are you sure? Yeah, that's how he was able to. I thought uh, it always started with him being at the no, the fir- on the, the duffel bags. The, and they the, run to go. I know who you are. This is the squad. You have this. In no, your when pocket. he got closer to the the main plot, it, it got crazier because he had to figure out fa- it faster. Dick, you know how we're going to settle this? We're going to watch the movie. Okay, I agree. Oh, we're going to watch uh, the movie in three D. On my oh, house gross. when we get it. Nah, I got it gross. in 3D. Do you have your house yet? Are you in your house? No, there, there's a tale. In fact, uh, Mrs. Skippy is 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 buzzing me even as we speak. Uh, the contractor I had, have you seen those those news stories about, you know, people whose house is flooded? Beware of people who come in and take your money and run away. Yeah, robbers? Well, or, you know, contractors. That, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So my house apparently has not been worked on in over a month, and and my money, the money that I gave for it, is gone. And I was informed that this person is going to be filing for bankruptcy, so I won't get my money back. So we're we're going to Plan B pretty quick. Oh, geez, man. I'm <laughs> Just, sorry. Because we're out of the, the the hotel, unless there's another extension from FEMA, it's another like uh, three weeks. So we're putting our feelers out. It, it, it'll it'll be okay. Unfortunately, a lot of the work was done, but everything was halfway done. Yeah. You know, it's like half the flooring was put down. Uh, the bathrooms are halfway completed, so I literally have no sinks or tubs. It's kind of weird that somebody would go file bankruptcy and probably the most unfortunate boom in... Yeah, there are... Uh, I can't presume to know his reasonings, and I wouldn't begin to. Uh, uh, I... Uh, I have personal thoughts, but I don't, you know, I don't want to air them in case there's a legal issue down the line. But uh, I, I, one I, of those people want to protect your future. Well, actually, I want to protect his future, <laughs> to be honest. No, he needs to do it, finish his job. Well, I, I agree, and and uh, overtures will be made accordingly. But we're we're working on Plan B. Now, is this something well, lessons learned with this? Is this one of those you pay when they finish? Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, this one came highly recommended, and he, he had a sterling track record up until yeah. this point, um, but some issues hit his household, yeah, uh, his physical house, his family health, and I think it kind of the money that was needed to buy materials yeah. went to take care of those, and it was the, uh, sorry, I, I have, you know, I can't yeah. finish the job. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I had better uh, revelations uh, than that. Well, outside of that depressing <laughs> topic we just covered, uh, anything else going on? Well, I haven't. I have an awesome hotel room still, so it's not that depressing. Yeah, no jacuzzi, though. <laughs> no jacuzzi. You're not living the high life. I lost the jacuzzi. Not living the life. <laughs> but, but yeah, outside of that weekend, we got Super Bowl this weekend. I know I try to drag you out of that last yesterday mm-hmm. uh, as much as possible. But, you know, I think Black Panther is coming out Friday, isn't it? Early buzz is that this is the like a movie of movies, that this is going to be one of those uh, game changers for the Marvel. This is phase three of the extended universe, right? Is that idea. how they're phrasing it? But yeah, apparently, uh, early, I think with the, I will, they really well, need it desperately because what's happening with all these Marvel movies is they're boring. They're getting boring. Like one of the I was reading up on the Marvel stuff, and someone made a good comment. Like, do you remember any of the Marvel music? <laughs> right. And so, and that's what he was. That, that was his kind of point, saying these movies are good, but they're not like Star Wars good. And. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Also, I haven't seen that many, but I, I have felt that they're they're all crossovers. So you kind of blur, you know. In the Thor movie, I had well, Doctor first, Strange. The first I had phase the Hulk, wasn't. Had, that's what I'm saying. Now I, they're all kind of. I, you could you don't know if it's an Avenger movie or. An well, Iron unfortunately Man movie. for them, I feel like they the producer who started it wanted to make a legit comic book movies, and then someone said, "Hey, we need to make these more kid friendly." So they injected the humor 
and injected the cameos. Like it was like a must in every app and every movie we have to put in Iron Man so the kid in the theater can go, oh, man, that's Iron Man. And then literally two lines and he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. So uh, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what you said phase three is with the Black Panther. The only thing I've been really seeing – and this is, what, this is what bothers me and not, not as a – civil rights person, but as a comic book person, people are talking about like, you know, this is the first African-American comic book movie. And it's like far from that. Mm-mm. You know, have you, have you seen reports and stuff about that? Well, like, yeah, there will always be those who say, well, it's about time. There's, you know, yeah. And I was just kind of like, man, these people don't watch movies. I mean, they made Nick Fury black. Not even that. But, uh, but I'm saying no, I'm nothing else. like, I, I think the first black superhero I saw on screen was Spawn. Yeah. I saw Spawn. That was that, Spawn, that, that HBO movie. Steel. Steel. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, Steel is, to me, I mean, that that movie in itself. Well, I, I can't, you know, I'm not vouching to the quality of the movie yeah. itself. I'm just saying. And that, then, most importantly, Blade. Blade. Who, absolutely. Blade 2 was directed by Del Toro. Did Benicio Del Toro? Yeah, Benicio Del Toro. Uh, uh, Guillermo. I mean, Benicio is the actor. Yeah. Guillermo One of those the, Del Toros. Yeah, those those bulls. But yeah, he did that one. So I did not know that. Yeah, well, because those movies are t- so long ago, people forget. Especially mm-hmm. like Wesley Snipes' career <laughs> somehow went off the when he went to prison. He just like they oh, pr- yeah, the which you would think would be the opposite. You think that would create more? Well, you have the momentum, and then all of a sudden, if you're you know out of movies for the next yeah, but he didn't go to jail for anything months. like violence or anything. He no, but he just for- lost the momentum, and then he had no money to come back. So it was like, well. Hey, Wes, baby, listen, we, we'd love to finance your movie, but you lost the star power, so why don't you take on a supporting role here? And I think Snipes' uh, ego— Well, you know, you know Blade's in the Marvel world, right? Yeah. So I was waiting. That's going to come in Black Panther. I was like, that'd be so great. <laughs> it'd be so great. But, That's right, because you would have uh, I'm excited about the movie, though, because uh, the, the, the energy from the trailer is good. I felt like it was going to be an interesting. It's a different look, different characters. That's not the same old Marvel crap. And because uh, really, I mean, so if you can make Captain America the most interesting character in your universe, you're you're doing something wrong. I'm <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there because yes. I mean he's almost second to Superman, where it's like he basically is just too good. He's too good. To, yeah, exactly. Very one dimensional. Dick, you made me snort coffee out of my nose with that one because you you nailed that on the head. Uh, it is a sad day indeed. I mean, they kind of touched on it with Iron Man's character, but like, like he didn't go to the deep end. Well, that's see with Iron Man, they kind of had to remember Tony Stark is a raging alcoholic and, yeah. and made horrible well, they mistakes. Didn't, one thing I, t- I saw that they didn't do, and I wish they did in Civil War, they didn't like commit to the jail because in the original comics like there was they the the government wanted to put them in a world a different dimension Mm -hmm. that was like the ultimate punishment like if these if you're a superhero and you act out they put you in the i forgot what they called it but it wasn't the dead zone or the phantom zone they crossed over to the dc universe but like they that was it that's basically what they were saying is we need to get these people out of here and that's what captain america's big angle was like look what they're doing to us you know and it was a legit comic and they didn't really they didn't really capitalize that on the Captain America Civil War. Well, if Black Panther is all that they say it's going to be, that may in my opinion actually ring the death knell for the DC extended universe. Because you have the, well, the already, colorful well, characters. They, they've already done that because Batman got pushed back. Like there's no release date for Batman now because Batman was going to be the next big DC universe movie after mm-hmm. Justice League. And it like they just disappeared because Ben Affleck is Bud Affleck. 
And then, like, you know, just anything that with the Me Too movement involved, I think that movie kind of got. But even if they did a, uh, you know, my, uh, not Michael Caine, who was it that replaced Kevin Spacey? Christopher Plummer. Even if they did a Christopher Plummer and, and reshot the Affleck scenes, it's the, it's the characterizations. We got Wonder Woman, who apparently totally rocks. Aquaman, who they totally rewrote for the, the movies. A Flash that is not the, you know, Flash we all grew up with. You know, the characters are kind of blah. We have this... Uh, well, in the well, thing, Marvel movies, the thing that's going to hurt the Black Panther is you, you're the timeline. Because what happens when you introduce a different world? You ask questions about the previous world you're in, and why? Like you're asking, why did this happen? What was this going on? Why mm -hmm. is it happening like this? And that's one thing that's going to uh, that's going to cause some continuity continue issues. Uh, very likely, if there's, uh, they may actually be able to because um, especially answer those. Because remember we spoke about that when they're talking about merging Guardians with the Galaxy into it. And now I would say the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are really fun. But the difference between those and the other Marvel movies, this movie, those movies take place in space. So in that world, we're, we're on spaceships. We're going to planets. We're seeing some miraculous creatures. Mm -hmm. But then when they merge and they bring that world into Earth, it didn't seem – it seems like the Guardians of the Galaxy are so much better. Exactly, and so I don't know how they're going to do it because it, to It'll me, be interesting. to me, Tony Stark needed to go to space before, like, and, and like Iron Man three needed to go to space. Tony in space, yeah, something like that. That way, we can actually see the gradual merge of the characters. Now we did with Thor, but Thor we knew was from another planet. Yeah, <clears throat> now actually, because you know, I told you I watched Thor Ragnarok, yeah. and you were talking about the music earlier, and it's funny because the only did they explain how Hulk got there. Apparently he disappeared in a previous movie. Something had happened, and and he uh, maybe I missed that. I was like, how did, how did he character, get to space? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because Hulk can't jump planet to planet. Right. No, Ruffalo's character that gave movie. a little bit of exposition, but since I didn't know about the previous movies, I, I kind of tuned it out. But it made sense to my my niece who was with me. But the the, the music Don't you were talking about, about, he's about, in space. He's in space. He can hold his breath a very long time. Uh, I remember them doing the immigrant song. Ah. Yeah, everyone wants to do that for like. But you would think that they would have gotten the rights to kiss his God of Thunder. Doesn't that just make sense? Well, no. Actually, that's why I brought up this original topic was about the music. Apparently, the director and the sound editor and also the composer they all got together and they put some of Thor one and two music in it, but no one noticed. <laughs> right. So I mean, that's just kind of like what I was, I was saying. This movie sucks. Hey, you got to get uh, John Williams to do that. It. You got to get John Williams to do your soundtrack. So. Welcome to Morning's Lone Star. Good that morning. was our opening deal. Movies coming out. That's right, Black Panther. And then we got a good weekend. It's Groundhog Weekend, Super Bowl weekend, Panther weekend. <laughs> what else is going locally? We got plays, all that good stuff. But we got more talk and all that kind of stuff here on Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Don't forget, you can call in anytime, 936-647-3776. We got some music coming your way right now. We're going to take a break. Hope you guys are enjoying yourself. We'll be back on the other side. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com 
or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Good morning. Yeah, Welcome to Lone Star yeah. 936 on a Thursday morning. Skippy with the yeah, sudden realization you know. that my journey into senility is going to be a very, very short trip. Yeah, I was uh, reading a thing, basically, you know, things that tell you things. The uh, <laughs> scientists now can, with the blood tests, highly anticipate your Alzheimer's coming 20 years out. So, so if that, I go in today and they get the like, test, they can say... In 20 you, years... Or more, or more. They can't do anything up but 20 years or more. Uh, you're going to get Alzheimer's. And I was like, man, would you really want to know that? I would, because A, you can make plans accordingly, and B, I could put all my money into Alzheimer's research. It's true. You know, speaking of that, I didn't know it was that big of a deal here in the United States that you can't choose to do experimental stuff. I didn't know that. I was, like I, you know, going drugs? over Well, like this, the, the secretary, oh, what's it called? The State of the Union. Mm-hmm. He said that line, and I was wondering, like, what does that even mean? Like, you know, because people are, you know, trying to find a, a, a cure for something. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, the FDA is um, a formidable force, and uh, yeah, I, I, I got my own personal thoughts on that, but I, I think a lot more advancements can be made in technology and medicine with fewer oversights and regulations. I mean, obviously not get rid of all of them. You got to make sure people aren't guinea pigs and certain protocols are followed. But I, it, was, it was funny. I was uh, flipping through some old West Wing episodes a little while back on Netflix. Just, you know, I watched the occasional episode and there was one where Bartlett, you know, the president was talking with the doctor and the doctor said, you know, the way we're going, we'll have a cure for cancer within 10 years. You know, all we just got to A, B, C and D have to happen, but it's all very doable. And this is actually based on a real report. And so Bartlett wanted to put it in the State of the Union saying, in 10 years, we will cure cancer. Or, um, and this episode is like, what, 14 years old now? Mm -hmm. And we haven't been there. You know, there have been no significant advancements, even 14 or 15 years. It, it's like, you know, we should have been to the moon. We should have been to Mars by now. 
had it not been for uh, getting rid of the Apollo program and going to the shuttle instead. I feel like it's because when we got to the moon, it was so underwhelming. Uh, by Apollo 17 or what, 16 and 17. No, you, I meant like the, the use of the moon. Well, the use of the moon is to be a stopping point to go on to Mars. That was the whole point. And then after after it, you know, public, uh, public interest waned and there was a budget issue. And they said, you know what, we're just going to build something that goes up and comes down. And the shuttle, you know, is beautiful, but it served absolutely no purpose. You can use a Soyuz cap, capsule to, to take supplies to the space station. That's what their lifeboats are or old Russian capsules. And so we wasted, de- in my opinion, wasted decades on just circling the Earth when we could have been really going to Mars. And so I'm looking forward to the Orion project. And hopefully SpaceX will have fewer crashes and more successes because I really think, again, you let people, you unleash them to do what they're born to do. You let Elon Musk do his thing with all the governments sticking in every moment going, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's not, we, got, we do it this way. We'll, we'll be in Mars in my lifetime. If they let them, if, if they let that happen, but if it's like, well, no, we, we've done it this way, it'll take another 40, 50 years. Well, one thing I will say that I've noticed, uh, CEOs or bigger, big money pushers are doing things differently than they were doing 40, 30 years ago with their money. Uh, I mean, probably the best example is this Bezo, Bezos guy, like who just, Amazon, right? Who, who's, I'm sorry if he's, is he suffering from alopecia? I don't know. I saw him in the new Amazon commercial that's for the Super Bowl. Again, mm-hmm. why are you releasing these commercial folks? Why are you watching wait? them? I, I'm just, well, I haven't I, seen a single one, I don't think. Well, you just got to look for them, okay? So you're looking for them so you can No, I'm not looking for them. Just, I just visit websites that talk, you know, what's current, and that was <laughs> one of them. And, like, because someone made a joke about how he looks for, like, an alien, and uh, he really does. So I'll show it to you during the break. Yeah, please do. He could be an alien. But, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But he's doing a lot of stuff. I think there was an announcement not too long ago. Him and three other uh, big money people are putting together a insurance company. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, they're, you know, they're, they're deciding to wage in with their money on social issues. They're putting their money where their mouths are. They're affecting I mean, pain. it's similar to Google, you know, 20 years ago to sign, hey, we're going to be cybersecurity. We're going to not really tell you we're doing that, but... We own everything now. 20 years later, they know everything. And the government can't really do anything about it. They really can't. I mean, the best example would be the iPhone debacle where the FBI couldn't crack, uh, crack the phone and, like, they made it public. They were talking about, like, Apple, give us the key. <laughs> and I was like, no. And then, yeah. Oh, you know, some some third-rate junior technician at Apple's like, hey, give me 50 Well, no, other countries probably had people who would cry, and there's no right. law. I mean, like— Russia's probably like, hey, we do. We don't have we, our laws don't really protect Apple. Whatever. It's it's funny you mentioned that because yesterday, just yesterday, I was talking with someone and they were asking me about green screen technology and how portable it could be. So I went to Amazon Prime on my phone and said, Well, this is a good one, you know, right here, decent price. And on my phone, I have a solitaire game. I'm very, I'm very easily entertained. Crosswords and solitaire and stuff like that. And the solitaire game, since I don't pay for it, ads will pop up. And the ad in that solitary game was literally the exact same thing I looked at for Amazon Prime. So this game is tied into my search history on my phone. And it's, it is what it is. You know, I'm not complaining about it, but it's just in a matter of minutes. I went from Amazon, you know, being on Amazon to see the, seeing this product, to then finding the product being presented to me in an ad on a game. Not, not going to Facebook. This is all on my phone. So no, no uh, URLs were, were, were clicked on. I thought that was kind of funny. But that's that's how it is nowadays. Like Minority Report, remember when uh, he's walking past and they they personalize the ads? 
I, I think that's right around the corner for us. Well, it's already happening. Mm-hmm. It already is. I mean, but I mean, you're like you're walking down the street and you see, you know, the billboard will say, hi, Dick. I feel like that would be like seizure enduring because everybody's like, imagine in New York, everybody's walking. So it's yeah. like, hey, me, 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 me. Like you wouldn't even catch up. Dick, Skippy, Bob, John. Yeah. It's like, hey, 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 all of you. Not you, though. John, you don't count because this isn't for you. But no, yeah, eat these hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the total integration of, you know, facial recognition technology. But going to space, you know. though, I mean, like having having the edge on that, do you think it's going to be a big deal if, if outside of them not discovering something world-changing? Like I'm talking like yeah. either like they, they discovered a new element. The element is somehow 20 years later it can make, you know, humans live well, 10 years longer. That's how we'll find out. And, I mean, and that's how the Black Panther is able to survive. You know, that's how the country, you know, how the, that's the whole story, right? Really? Yeah, because basically Black Panthers. Is it what, dilithium and crystals? It's uh, it's some type of metal. It, it's shown. It's if you remember watching Age of Ultron, that's what he was looking for. He was looking for that certain type of metal, and apparently the in Africa, where I'm trying to figure out where the where is it? I just went blank. It's not Nigeria. I say Kenya. It's like yeah, wherever the country they're talking about, they're they're hiding. They've been hiding in the behind the force fields because they have the largest source of it. And that's what his suit's made out of and, like, their weapons and stuff. But that's in, like, the New Age Black Panther people, not the outside, the reporter outside people. Interesting. Which I find kind of funny when, like, that's their cover-up is, like, oh, they think we're a poor country. <laughs> so they don't so they don't, they don't research us. I'm not kidding you. That's, okay. like, that's their cover story. I hope that they cover the aspect of you know, people dying in poverty and I just famine. Hope, I just hope they rewrote a scene where he goes and they thought this was a SH, you know, whole country. And then, <laughs> they, hole. And then they go into the, the portal and it's like this beautiful, lavish. Made of gold, Trump gold. Yeah. I mean, no, it's made of that metal. That's why. <laughs> made yeah. of that. Hey, it could be that. But yeah, you raised a really good point. Uh, two actual TV answers to that about saying, you know, if we go to Mars, is it, would it be worth it? Uh, there was, again, a West Wing episode where they have a Mars rover that they lose contact with, and they got the big debate, why are we spending all this money on Mars? And Rob Lowe's character says, because it's next. It's what we do. We're humans. We're explorers. Mm. Because, no, well, no, we discovered fire. Then we mm. went down the hill, and we built the boat, and we crossed the sea, and, and it's next. And, and it's very inspiring. I mean, but it's also, inspiring, but that's not true. Uh, I, I actually it's, it's, hop on board it, with it's, that. Well, it's the, the different types of people trying to get away from other people. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but also, uh, National Geographic had this, I think we talked about it before, this awesome TV series called Mars. It was a limited uh, run series. In fact, I think it just got picked up for season two. And it's a drama about 30 years in the future, the first manned mission to Mars and everything that, that happens with it. But they, what they did is they mix in present day interviews with Neil deGrasse Tyson, Stephen Hawking, Elon Musk about what it's going to be like in 30 years going to Mars. And the whole setup is that you're watching the show 30 years in the future. And they found these old interviews from 30 years in the past that they're introducing in. And it's very well done. But what they do is uh, they're basically being ordered to come home. They're like, you know, too much stuff. We can't afford to keep you there. Uh, the, The colony's failing. And, this is what they call in the writing world a deus ex machina, you know, God in the machine, a cheap ending. They suddenly find uh, a living bacteria yeah. on Mars. So it's like, ah, we found life, so we got to stay. But who knows? That's what I'm saying. We won't know until we get there. There could be the answer to everything. There could be nothing. 
Uh, there could one day be a colony. There, there could be, you know, it could be a big old bus, but we'll never, ever know until we go there. And it is, I, I'm with Rob Lowe on this one. It's next. We went to the moon. What's next? Mars. God bless America. I, I feel like we should go visit the sea first and see what's going on down there. There is nothing wrong with that. Uh, three quarters of our surface. I just don't want to be in one of those submarines. That's for sure. I do not yeah, want no. to see what, what, what grows down there. Gladly, I don't want to be a part of it. I will gladly give my tax-paying money oh, man. to others to do it for me. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I'll definitely let my fear take over, especially like that's the worst fear. of. Uh, that's actually one of the probably the only fear I have is being in water, like submerged with other water th- animals, basically. Like, sharks mm. freak me out. Oh, yeah. And well, that's the thing because people say, well, you know, why should we go to space? Underseas, you know, they're, they're equally dangerous. Both of you know, the same number of things can go wrong. Well, there's one glaring difference as far as we know. There's nobody out in space that wants to eat me. So that we know of. Yeah, that's something that we know of. So, so far, you know, going to Mars, yeah, there could be pressure uh, differences and, and you, you no. know, all 10,000 things go wrong, but there are no giant shark, Martian sharks floating out there to eat me. Nope. So that's a big difference between going to nope. Mars and going nope. to the to the uh, Aleutian Trench. That's gross. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay. I'm now I'm, I'm getting exhausted talking about the sea now. But when we come back, <laughs> the old I man talk, in the sea. I want to talk to you about this because our ages are not vastly different, but you know we're we're, we're born in the same at the same time. Dude, you're the and, same age uh, of my son. So uh, one thing is Tinder got in trouble in California. Tinder's an app where you can find is that girls. The swipe left and That's right. Swipe if you left like, okay. kind of thing. They apparently have a premium service, and they were charging more. For people over 30. Okay. And so I'm technically qualified for that. Uh-huh. Like they would charge me more. And they would charge ch- uh, cheaper rates for younger people. And their argument was that younger people don't have much money. So we had to make it more available, more accessible to them. And we're talking like a $5 difference. So they would charge some people. some older people have... Well, California has different laws about age discrimination. Oh, this is a California thing. This is a California oh, thing. Okay. But then it brought up a cool discussion. So if you're over the age of 30... Stay tuned. We're going to talk about this. Yeah, please. Please. We'll be back. Morning's Lone Star. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. 
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey, that's our intro. That? Hey yo, hey yo. Uh, it is 9:52. We had a couple minutes before we do our music break, but uh, before we left you, I kind of imposed the question. You know, ageism is it a thing mm-hmm. in California. A lot of stuffs going on in California every day, <laughs> right? Uh, but this Tinder thing got me interested in you know what what's right and what's wrong. I would say on you know the law side and also on uh, you know ethics side. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think it's okay? across the board to have any special privileges because of your age yes okay so when when do you what do you think is the most extreme example of that well when you say extreme i would say like everyday example like favoritism like all right so you're over the age of six years old what favoritism is extreme that's unfair uh let's say senior discounts okay so that's unfair from well i don't say it's unfair but i'm saying that's the most everyday glaring uh i can go to denny's and eat for cheaper uh, I have an AARP card because I hit a certain age, I get 20% Now, discount. is the AARP card, that is a nonprofit, right? Um, yeah, it's not a government organization, but a lot of places But that's how they know? Own. That's how they know you're old? Mm-hmm. If you have that card? Like, do you have to have that card to get the discount? Yeah. Okay, so it's like getting the AAA discount. So really, you're just part of a club. Correct. It's not because of your age. But there are plenty of places that, well, any theater, any movie theater. But give you a senior discount. But that's if you show your ID, not your AAA card. Or you have to show your ID for a young, young thing too. But here's the thing: my I haven't been carded in decades. Well, no, that's what I'm trying to figure out because I can understand the AARP card rule because that's like a special club and they worked out deals to have discounts and you're part of that club and so you get the discount. It's not because you're old, but it's part because you're part of the, the AARP. Mm-hmm. So if I was old and I didn't have a AARP, I wouldn't get the discount. Not that particular discount, but there are discounts for you being Well, old. yeah, but I'm talking like at Denny's. Yeah. You have to have the card. Correct. So it's kind of like having the AAA card. You got to have the card to get the discount. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently in Tinder world, what happened in California was they would charge folks over 30 the standard price. And anyone under 30 would get a discount. Mm-hmm. And their argument was that younger people can't afford like older people. Mm-hmm. So to me... That kind of makes sense as a business, if especially if you're if you're dependent on younger people using the product too. Mm-hmm. But then again, you're on, you're you're choosing to use this product. To me, the only argument they should have to give, or the only defense they should have to give, is we are either a publicly traded or a privately held company. 
with no government intrusion. Yeah. We can charge who we want, what we want. Period. End of subject. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. To to have the, the state of California say, oh, no, 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 this is, there's a different, yeah, there is ageism. And I get that. There's a difference between um, paying, you know, a wage disparity that's so great because of age. But here's the thing, as an older man, I expect to be paid more than a younger person because I have the experience. You know, with age comes experience and wisdom and stuff like that. So I should be able, if I do a good job, to, but to quote a higher uh, rate. However, I'll be paid what the market can bear. And if I quote my price myself out of existence, then it's all on me. So I, you know, I have to adapt accordingly. This company needs to either make a profit for itself or for its shareholders. I don't know if uh, a Tinder is uh, uh, publicly traded or not. I'm, I'm sure it is. So their job is to make money for their shareholders, period, end of subject, any way possible. And so you go on an airplane, you, you, you pay well, a like, different rate. To give you an idea too, golf. We're going golfing. Mm-hmm. They have memberships and then they have junior memberships. Mm-hmm. And typically the junior memberships are cheaper. Mm-hmm. So would you know why? You, you get them in or it's like anti-drug dealing. You get them in early. Well, I know, but this is that would to me that that, that, that pricing that pricing follows what Tinder got in trouble for. Exactly. And which is why Tinder should not have gotten in trouble for it. The, the state of California has no business telling Tinder how much they can charge. Okay. Yeah, I think we, you know, we're off the air. We're kind of talking about ladies' night. You know, this this way dragons lie. The second a Supreme Court decision, either state level or or, or Supreme Court of the United States level, is issued about this, the the ramifications are so overreaching. No more senior discounts. No more student discounts. No more two for one nights. No more ladies' nights. No more. Well, men's what it nights. sounds like is Senator just didn't word it correctly because you can get away with stuff like that. Like we talked about the ladies' night. I know that was a big thing about five years ago. Is bars and places were doing free drinks for ladies, and people thought that was discrimination against men. So to get around it, they would say if you dress up like a lady for ladies' night, you get cheaper drinks or I'll, whatever. I'll minorly correct you on that one. You said people thought it was discriminatory against men. I think you'll find, because I remember when that went down, it were, it was feminists, for the most part, who were offended. Men, the whole point of having a ladies' night well, they is had to, to get more women in a bar. I'm sorry. What it was was the cover fee. Okay. That's what they were mad about. Okay. Because women didn't have to pay a cover fee. But here's the thing. even Most men wouldn't care because the whole point is to get more women in the bar, and the men would be happier. Oh, they totally would have cared. You're just wrong. Nah. Nah, I, I'm going to stand my ground on this one. But yeah, uh, let's look into this one and do a follow-up because if this is indeed what it is, shame on California. Guys, you are like doing NFL-level stupid stuff, in my humble opinion. Uh, there, there's no reason, you know, with everything yeah, that's going I mean, on, we're going like to go I, said, I, think, I think in this particular case, they just worded it wrong. They should have just said there's a youth discount. And there you go. I, I can't argue that point. Because, I, I mean, like the YMCA actually charges youth more. Because they know that more youths want to go there. It's a social hangout. It's a workout hangout. You don't want to go to— Really? Do you know a lot of youth people going, man, the best place to work out is the YMCA? Swimming pool. Table tennis. No. Kids night. The young people are going to the Gold's gyms and, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of places. Not teens. But most of these gyms are saying you got to be 18 or older. So the Y is one of the few places where a youth can go and do their own thing and also go swimming and have a party and play table tennis. Well, because you could even transfer this over to insurance companies. Mm -hmm. 
this logic because I know younger people get charged more. You're 25, absolutely, and rightfully so because statistics say you're in more accidents, which is why I think the ACA, otherwise known as Obamacare, was fundamentally flawed by everyone being charged the same amount for the same thing, expecting that young people who tend not to get cancer, stroke, or heart attacks are paying for those that coverage. And it was a one-size-fits-all. You, you cannot have a one-size-fits-all in any aspect, and that, that includes this whole Tinder thing, too. Yeah. See, Dickie got me all riled up now. It's interesting. It is. And state by state, though. People have to remember that. Like, when you're choosing a place to live, see mm-hmm. what kind of states have you know, the most it. reasonable places. If you're all about the popular vote only, people, then California and New York will determine every national election. You want that to happen? I guess. No, 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 no. no. Well, speaking of California, did you know they had a big 510 arrested, 56 people rescued in a human trafficking crackdown? No way. Yeah, that happened yesterday. Can you believe that? I can, unfortunately. Sad that I can believe that. But, you know, that's what we're saying. California's kind of getting weird. (laughs) But but unfortunately for those folks, uh, what's strange is it came right after the whole – State of the Union address talking about the MS-13. So right when they make that tie, it's you're going to be in trouble. And as you know, the MS-13 jumped up 400% search inquiries on Google. Yeah, because not everyone – well, they're never talked about in certain states. Really? Uh, yeah, there, there was an article I read yesterday where a uh, CNN uh, talking head after the after the fact was going on. I mean, so this is a gang that nobody's ever heard of. And so they started pointing out, well, no, CNN did these stories this year. And Washington Post did these stories. It's uh, but uh, because a lot of the outlets haven't talked about it because you don't think gangs. MS-13 is a serious threat. Well, I thought MS-13 developed inside the United States. Well, they set up shop here, but the- what's what I'm saying? Like it originated from the United States. Not it wasn't like a cool cartel somewhere else or anything like that. It, well, like, yeah, I'm sure uh, we can look at the history, but it, it's grown into what it is now is the bringing people in. Okay. Or from well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll from point okay stop. We gotta take a music break. Take a folks. music break. Lots more to talk about today. Yeah, we we're Morning's Lone Star. We got an hour. It is ten oh one. We're gonna say a special thanks to the sponsors of Morning's Lone Star. We got Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, folks. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. ConroeCoffee.com. And then Centurion Wealth Advisors, building and preserving our clients' wealth and guiding them to achieve their financial goals. CenturionWA.net. Special thanks to those guys supporting this morning's show every weekday morning from 9 to 11. Don't forget, call in 936-647-3776. And then we have Facebook. Message us, MW Lone Star. Look us up, Mornings with Lone Star. We got music coming your way at 1002. We'll be right back. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 
along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star. We're in downtown Conroe, what we like to call Paradise City. Ooh. That's right. That's what we do call it every day. You just haven't been listening if you Ooh. haven't heard us say it before today. <laughs> it is. All right. Tell me this. 10-11. I'm telling you. Why are, why are Congress people traveling by train? <laughs> I let Dick know over the break that uh, Congressman Brady, Kevin Brady, our local area congressman of the 8th Congressional District, was on the train yesterday. It was carrying a lot of... GOP lawmakers to some kind of retreat, and this train hit a uh, apparently hit a dump truck that was stuck on the tracks. Uh, uh, big injury and a fatality occurred. All the all the lawmakers are okay, and uh, it was re- reported in the local news that Congressman Brady was uninjured. And Dick's response was, "Well, why are they on a train?" And he's being serious about that. Uh, that uh, he and others feel that maybe trains just aren't. Well, I the transportation of choice. Well, what I was asking was if any planning you're doing, and so in, and the question's asking, what's our transportation here, folks? And then trains probably number four to get point point A to point B. Typically, mm-hmm. like for anyone any specific traveling, I, I mean, how rare is it that you choose to go by train? If not because you want to ride a train for the sake of riding train, Christmas Story, great movie, Hallmark. Uh, but no, <laughs> yeah, Dick was inspired by the Hallmark movie he watched a couple of months ago. Yeah, but no, you, is that a fair argument? 
I, I absolutely see your point. Now, when you have, let's say, at least two dozen people that you got to get from point A to point B, there are really only three modes of transportation. One is airplane, and, and frequently that's not worth the cost, or if it's only, you know, 50 or 100, 150 miles, it's not worth taking an airplane. So that leaves you ground transportation, which would be bus or train. Because, you know, obviously taxi wouldn't do it and renting cars, you know, you have too many people. So it'd have to be a chartered bus or a train. Now, of the two, I myself would prefer a train. You know, you can walk around, you can go have a drink. Now, some of the new buses are pretty, pretty kicked tail. I mean, yeah, but they're I awesome. mean, you're... But you're also talking about politicians now. So this is the other side. These were GOP lawmakers. They could have been Democrat lawmakers. I, I think they're, you know, congressmen are used to a certain level of pampering for lack of a better word. And I absolutely see this group of congressmen saying, okay, uh, uh, we can take a train. Do you realize how expensive it is to travel by train? Yeah, yes. Actually, it's, it's prohibitively expensive. I'm hoping that they got like a group discount, personally. But yeah, no, I absolutely. And the, the American train system is kind of whacked you out. You know they didn't. No, fingers crossed. You never know. Uh, so, yeah, in a perfect world, they would have been on a bus and this would have been a non-issue, but they were on a train. So I see your point, but I don't blame them for it. If I could afford to be on a train, I'd be on a train. I'd be a hobo riding the rails. That ain't going to happen. Ain't gonna happen. Did you ever see the movie Silver Streak? No. Awesome That movie. ain't going to happen. Gene Wilder, Jill Clayborough. No. Richard Pryor. Who's the first team up between Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder? I don't know. Awesome movie. I don't know. I don't know. It takes place on a train. That's why I raised that point. <laughs> How horrible. <laughs> they but say, no, I'm telling you, though, they're, that's a waste of money. We should call them. But like, why are y'all driving by train? Ooh, someone got hurt. I don't care about that right now. I'm trying to figure out why y'all got <laughs> Dick, asking the hard questions no uh, one else yeah. wants to ask. You go for it, man. Is it, uh, follow it up. Uh, we can do a follow-up. Uh, someone sooner or later should ask, why were they on a train? Now, this could be that it's the annual lawmaker retreat train that they've done since you know 1846 you never know we'll find out but yeah that's interesting news we, we got some uh so that's kind of like the local uh take so congressman brady's okay uh we had the conroe job fair yesterday you know that uh almost four dozen companies were there hiring people that's cool it shows a good economy i, I there were in the last few years there have been some job fairs where there were like literally three or four companies there because they're you know no one was hiring so I, I, I take that as a good sign. I think the proof's in the pudding. I'm not saying the yeah, economy is raging, but to have 42 companies, and we're talking everything from Whataburger to Anadarko, I'm sure, you know, and everything in between. So the whole gamut's covered, white collar, blue collar, retail, food service, executive, clerical, you name it. A lot of people had an opportunity. So hope, hope a lot of people found some good stuff there at the Conroe Job Fair, and maybe there'll be another one soon. What else you got for me? Well, you know, in sports world. Uh, we, well, we were talking the other day about how, you know, Russia won't be at the Olympics because they got banned, like, en masse. Okay. But 169 Russians will be competing. Do you know how they pulled this off? How? <laughs> that was great, the, the anticipation in that one. So they are competing as what is called neutrals. They're not representing Russia. They're basically, I guess there's like a fake country, almost like a, a World of Warcraft country or something called maybe Neutralia. And that's, so they're representing kind of themselves as neutrals. 
and 169 of them. That, that's a good number. Now, they all tested clean. You know, these, these Russians are under the microscope, so they're not even going to take a Sudafed. And so they're, uh, they're competing. And I think like a couple of dozen are actually doing the same thing for the Paralympics. You know, Russia was also banned, as you said yesterday, from the Paralympics. Well, they have like 20 or 30 Russians who will be able to, but just can't represent Russia. Now, what would happen? Let, let's say, you know, Ivan Tomjanovich wins, when, you know, the slalom. Oh, right when he gets off the airplane back in Russia, that's ours. Oh, I wonder would that happen? Because what he, you know, in the old Soviet Union days, yeah, you betcha, that's exactly what would happen. But nowadays, he's like, no, this I is don't mine. Really know. I mean, I was, I was, so HBO's coming out with this interesting report. I think it's a Brian Gumble thing. Uh, you know how he does like HBO mm -hmm. specials. And they were talking about the, Olympics uh, committee here in the United States about certain, especially with winter sports and the the sports that aren't as famous, about those athletes not getting enough support from the committee and how they're the committee is getting the money and they're keeping the money mm. even after they win the medal. Like one guy, they were doing mm. two they're doing two reports on two snowboarders and one's a mechanic and one's a uh, a plumber. During during the off season, and basically he they were saying like they get a stipend of I think it's a thousand dollars a month. That's what they get at being part of the official team. These these are the official team members, not like oh they're competing to be a team. Like they were in the Olympics, mm -hmm. and that's what they're they're kind of like. I don't really get it. You know, it's, to me it seems unfair. You know, and it, it's kind of funny. I wonder if there's some uh, money issues over there at the is it called like the Olympic Committee like something. Well, there's the yeah, it's the International Olympic Committee. That's that's the main body, and I'm sure there each each country has their own chapter of it. And of course, hand in hand with that, the entire was it uh, uh, well, do you think gymnastics. Do you think Lindsey Vaughn's having a hard time? Is that the one that did the chapstick commercials? The skier? Yeah. Is that her? Well, because they were saying that when you're competing, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, you you cannot endorse while you're competing. In fact, for the longest time, America had a, had a policy of you couldn't be a professional athlete. Yeah. And then I remember that. And that's why we didn't have a lot of gold medals in basketball until the year that we said, oh, you know, we're going to throw the L.A. Lakers in there. And all of a sudden. Well, no, I mean, I imagine our coll collegiate sport guys in basketball are pretty good these days. I mean, enough to where they go to the NBA the one year into college. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can see them doing all right. Yeah. But I'm, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to these Olympics. I want to see what's going on. Make sure that because uh, I want to look this up. I want to see what the most obscure sport's going on there. The most obscure Olympic winter sport is besides, it, besides our shuffling or what's it called? Uh, has I want oh, like, oh, a curling, curling, our curling, curling movie. Will our be curling out. movie is still underway, people. Don't don't worry. I know a lot of you've been wondering about that. We're fielding calls every day. Where's the curling movie? Yeah, it, it's coming. Don't worry. Yeah, we're just <laughs> we're building the I think Lou Ferrigno signed on, so we got him. He's got a great monologue um, at one point in the movie. Yeah, well, see, we kind of took a left turn because Lifetime started sniffing around at possibly buying the rights, and so we're checking on Candace Cameron's availability uh, to to play the the broom. Yeah, there's really nothing. I'm looking at the sports. I would say the Summer Olympics pretty much triple the amount of sports the Winter Olympics has. Granted right. that, you I mean— Well, there's more running. There's 100-meter, 50-meter. You know, just running alone has to have 15 different races. I mean, probably the one that most people won't know would be the Nordic combined, and that's really it. Because I mean, there's like three different versions. It's not the thing that the president and first lady, you know, the Bally's Twenty Four Fitness, where the Nordic combined—that's yeah. where you can. It's a cycle and a rowing machine at the same yeah. time. It's, it's jumping and 
going, like doing shuffle movement. It's, it's, <laughs> in place. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who trains for that, but they do. And uh, but yeah, that's really it. All I mean, the teams of the YMCA. That's what they're. That's there's like three different there types of bob bobsledding, and then there's figure skating and speed skating, and then the different types of skiing. Now, I pretty much only watch figure skating. I've got a thing for female figure skaters. It's it's just one of my things. Um, I've always loved it. And so, you know, ice dancing and figure skating, stuff like that. But that's pretty much the I wonder that when they're going to bring the uh, skating, uh, speed or skate racing. Have you seen that? Well, they're speed skating like well, this Apollo is, Ono. Well, well, they do like BMX tracks, but it's ice. Ooh, no, and, I'd watch that. And they wear, they wear protective gears because like, they, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's like a cross-stream roller derby or. I would watch that because, you know, some of the Olympic sports are getting more extreme to get people in, you know, the, the snowboarding and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would watch that in a heartbeat. Man, curling. Just, I can't get over this. <laughs> That's probably the most obscure sport, I would say, at the Winter Olympics. Curling. <laughs> Well, we're going to bring to the mainstream, my young friend. Our movie. You think there's ageism and curling? If there is, it should be there. should. Yeah, I wholeheartedly support ageism and, and curling. Oh, man. We're going to take a quick break before our music break. So it's just us hanging out in the studio, folks. Hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, more stuff coming your way. That's right. So you can always call in at 936 uh, 647 3776. And uh, we'll be right back here on with Lone Star. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back to Hard Rockin', Hard Rockin', Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I feel like I do it Sunday, Sunday. It's 1025 in the morning on a Thursday. I'm Dick, he's Skippy, and we are both sponsored by Conroe Coffee. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thanks, guys, for your sponsorship. We appreciate it. 
So we've got some more news going on. We've been kind of all over the map today, but I like it. Kind of stream of consciousness. People tune in because they're wondering what the heck we're going to come up with next. Oh, even we don't know. Even we don't know. what. I, I sometimes open my mouth and I wait to see what, what syllables pop out. It's a good game. So here's some news that uh, would rock kind of my generation more than yours, Dick. So 30-ish years ago in the 80s, uh, there, there was a longtime starlet named Natalie Wood. Who was like going to be the next Elizabeth Taylor? She just she was in West Side Story, ton of movies and stuff, and she was married to Robert Wagner at the time, who was kind of like the all American guy, TV show heart to heart, all, all kinds of stuff. And Robert Wagner, Natalie Wood, and Christopher Walken, you know of Christopher Walken fame, were on a boat. There was an argument. Things happened. Um, everyone apparently went to bed, or supposedly went to bed, and couldn't find Natalie the next day. And then they eventually found her. She had drowned. And it was ruled as uh, an accident, but over the years, you know, the conspiracy, oh, you know, he, he, he killed her, this and that. Well, apparently, a couple of years ago, the cause of death was revised to, like, uh, death with, with, you know, suspicious circumstances. Well, today, uh, authorities have listed Robert Wagner as a definite person of interest based on new evidence found probably on the body. Uh, some bruising. So you're telling me somebody was doing the, like a cold case? Yes. Because that's considered a cold case, Yeah, right? this is an absolute cold case. And so they had the body still? Yeah, you could have samples, you know, maybe, yeah. The, the body could have been exhumed. They could have been looking at old records with new technology. But this is, um, you know, again, the younger generation may not really know who these people were. This was, uh, if you ever saw the movie Brainstorm, Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken were in it. Well, they were filming that when this went down. She died, so they had to kind of, like, rewrite the movie. It was like The Crow. They had to redo some stuff and shoot a body double from behind for some certain scenes to get the movie finished. But there's always been this cloud. But with them coming out and saying that, that's pretty hardcore, especially the name Robert Wagner, who well, that's what I'm saying. is an American it, it, icon. It's just an odd thing. I mean, this guy must have been obsessed with the case. It's like the standard cop, you know, well, it story is. arc where he's been. There's following always this someone case for who. 10 years. Yesterday, I read something about a Jack the Ripper update. There, you know, the the cold cases. There are some that just people watching this Zapruder film frame by frame for the Kennedy assassination. People handwriting analyzing the Dear Boss letter for Jack the Ripper. So yeah, there are those that just never weren't fully satisfied with. Of the stories between Walken and Wagner. Now, I'm not I'm not implying guilt on either one of them, you know, but Robert Wagner right now has been listed as a person of interest. Doesn't bode well because now the onus is on him to make himself not a person of interest anymore. And I'm, I'm thinking worse, you know, what could be the worst case scenario that he cracks and you find out that both these guys and everyone loves Christopher Walken. I mean, he's a whack job. Don't get me wrong. He's one of the craziest guys out there. But, you know, people love he's He's the more cowbell guy on that Saturday Night Live sketch. He was in The Dead Zone. He's been in a ton of movies. Uh, everyone loves making um, impersonations of him. And he, you know, who who knows where this could go. But uh, personally, I want to take this opportunity to say R.I.P. Natalie Wood. If there is justice that's yet to be passed out for you, hopefully it'll come true soon. That's really weird to me. I don't know why. I feel like there's some obsessive guy and he wants to. Nah, but I, I still find obsession, it odd. I still find it odd that two men were on a boat and nothing really came from it besides it 
being an accident. Well, it was almost like a uh, uh, Tennessee Williams play that there was an argument, you know, alcohol and, and arguments were happening beforehand. Uh, and that's why Wagner was always kind of under a cloud of, I don't want to say suspicion, but kind of a, well, you guys did argue and you were both drunk. And, and she, and here's the thing, Natalie Wood was on the record as being terrified of water. And so they're like, oh, how did she get off the boat? Well, the other, because apparently one of the dinghies was missing, you know, one of the, the, the side boats. I'm like, well, she must have gotten drunk, gotten in and tried to, sw- uh, tried to row away. And it's like, this woman was terrified of the water. And so that was the question. It's like, I'm, I'm with you, honey. It's like me being, uh, you know, terrified of heights. I'm not going to strap on the parachute. So let's get on a boat with two actors then. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of them is your husband. Hey, honey, come on board the boat. So I'm sure we will get more news on this. So that's that. And this is kind of funny. Um, I, I think the Oprah for president uh, train has is, is hit another bump in the tracks. So apparently she has this book called The Wisdom of Sundays. And featured in this book is uh, Russell Simmons. And this is this is not the guy who, you know, with the curly hair, like, okay, girls, you know, he, it's not him. R- uh, Russell, that's Richard Simmons. Okay. Russell Simmons is this hip-hop mogul who apparently is under a big cloud of a, uh, 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 sexual harassment and assault charges. So Oprah is actually removing him from all future copies of her book, of this book. Now, what do you think about that? I mean, it's different to, it's like we have Kevin Spacey. They filmed a movie okay. about him being, um, what's his name? J. Paul Getty. So they cut him out and they put in Christopher well, Plummer. I, I think it's dangerous because when you're looking at uh, social media and things, that's been constantly happening where there's not... People are saving screenshots just to prove uh, things like that. I like the most recent one I saw that was kind of suspicious was the ACLU tweeted something out right after the State of the Union basically saying the ICE officers are bad people, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, it said along the lines like they are bad people. They mm-hmm. are not good people. And then they deleted it within you know five minutes, realizing oh that was stupid to five say. Five seconds is too long. Yeah, <laughs> but people had it. They yeah. had, and but no one knew, no one's seen it ever again. Mm-hmm. And I think Oprah was going that far to take it out of a book. To me, it's just kind of like you're trying to erase history. Exactly. I, I mean, I how big was the section way. in the original book? Well, it's, it's significant enough to to remove it. I'm presuming a chapter. Or she's probably holding on the original copies and selling them on eBay saying, oh, man, we got Russell Simmons. It's like the postage stamp that's upside down. Yeah, I mean. Sell it for a fortune. But, yeah, that's not looking. Well, here's the thing. That's not going to bode well if she does try for any, like, public office down the line. Well, what, do you know it. what it consisted of? That portion of the book? Was it positive? Is that why she got rid yeah, of it? Yeah, this was he. You write a book with Oprah or for Oprah or Oprah writes about you. It's, it's always in a positive light. And so it, it's much like. Her canoodling with Har- those pictures of her canoodling with Harvey Weinstein, that it's what it was. Now, whether or not she knew at the time who he was, I personally feel you can't be one of the most powerful women on the planet and not know. But I'll go with presumption of innocence. Those pictures are there. You cannot delete those pictures and say, "Oh no, no." And so, but, same thing with this book. By deleting this chapter, what are you saying? You're you're in effect. Making him guilty. You know, there's no presumption of innocence. Yeah. And it's that, that you supported him at that time. So it, it's kind of weird. I mean, to, that's going to happen to Oprah no matter what, because she like knows everybody. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I mean, that's going to happen. I feel like, yeah, everyone's in trouble with that. We got to take a music break here on Morning's Lone Star. We'll be back, though. 
Especially thanks to our sponsors. We will. I will. Okay. <laughs> but uh, enjoy yourselves, guys. We'll be right back. Morning's Lone Star. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that rock and roll. Yeah. It is Thursday, the day before your rock and roll. Uh-huh. It's Friday Eve. So we found a couple of other uh, headlines. This is kind of cool. Good. Well, I don't know if it's good or bad news, Dick. You've seen that uh, that Crocodile Dundee movie uh, trailer conspiracy. You're talking about the conspiracy apparently, of the trailer. Apparently, it is a fake trailer. Uh, actually, both of them. They did two of them. With and it's apparently, and we will find out this weekend. The Australian Tourism Board has a Super Bowl commercial, and it looks like this whole thing is a big lead up to that commercial. If that's the case, case kudos to them. Because that's awesome. I have people just up in arms. Oh, my gosh. Chris Helmsworth is the son of this and this and that. Beautifully done. If that's the case, uh, it makes me want to go to Australia again. Have you ever been to Australia? It's too far away. No, I have not. The the trip. Two years in a row, I had to go there for this convention. And it was in, like, February. So I'd leave Houston in, you know, moderate temperatures. Take 12 hours to fly to Moscow, where it's the dead of winter. You know, it was like freakingly cold in moscow you actually have to get off your airplane go through this entire you know basically a strip search just to get back on the same airplane it's like a three-hour thing and so you're freezing cold in moscow and then you head down to singapore and singapore it's getting close to summertime for them and uh very very humid in singapore you think Houston is humid. You need to go there. It's like 300% humidity. 
And then you finally get to Australia. I went to Perth myself, where it was the dead of summer for them. Oh, great. You know, so your body just, and you're also now 13 hours ahead. So your body can just not keep up with anything. I love too. I love Australia. Perth in particular was beautiful. Awesome. But yeah, that's a, that's a, because the second year I could have gone like straight from like Houston to Los Angeles to Perth. I'm like, no, I want to do the Moscow trip again. Cause that's really cool. <laughs> Cause they'd actually have like vodka stands, you know, while you're waiting in line, just, just get drunk while you wait. It was awesome. Great little trip. Sounds like, uh, Every trip for you. They you know yeah. it, except for, you know, no trains, unfortunately. And now we're trying to figure out how to get to Mars. Let's figure out how we get to Australia faster. <laughs> Actually, I want to hit New Zealand. Just yeah. Lord, Lord, Lord of the Rings sold me on, the, on that country. Oh, I bet those, that country hates it. Like, oh, these oh no, all, they all really... These, <clears throat> all these nerds. No, they're on there. You can do the Middle Earth tour because they kept the towns and stuff. In like Hobbiton? But for the time being. I bet you when they become a metropolis, it's all going to be ruined no, i don't think they're gonna have an immigration problem over there but yeah because didn't they they also shot um like the hercules and xena shows there didn't they in new zealand i'm pretty sure they did oh yeah so yeah it was a great place to shoot movies but yeah i want to do the uh lord of the rings tour the middle earth tour in new zealand before i go i'll just take a train over okay okay, okay. but yeah so I, I, that cracked me up about the fake Dundee thing. Uh, I was I was all I was kind of ambivalent, thinking it was real. It's like okay, it's another remake, but if this indeed is just a big old fake, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna backfire. You think so? I think people are gonna. I, I'm just I'm bowing down. Well, at the I, possibility. I, I think it's gonna backfire because they've done so many layers to it. I think if they just stuck with like because there's a full blown trailer now, right? And well, the end game they, is if the public outcry is there, they can actually make the movie then. If they want to. Yeah, but Paul Hogan, I'm telling you, it's a Paul Hogan thing. He owned, I bet he owns the rights to that movie. That's my theory on it. I'm, I'm, what else has he got right now? Believe me. He, he, well, I'm he, surprised he's not part of the Me Too movement yet. But, I mean, the stories of Paul Hogan are pretty notorious in Hollywood. About how big of a punk he is and all that kind of stuff. And well, I have a feeling if this is... Controlling indeed, of his IP. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that's... Well, here's the thing. If that's the case, I think we'll find in the Super Bowl commercial, he'll be part of it. Yeah, hopefully. Because he hasn't been part of this yet, and he's been oddly silent about this whole reboot thing. So now, okay, now I'm definitely going to tune into the Super Bowl commercials. There you go. You're going to watch the Super Bowl? Commercials. Yeah, but you don't have, like, a timer on the commercials. Well, no, I'm not going to watch them live. I I DVR the whole thing. Oh. And then you just skip over. I'm serious. Every time they start playing, I skip over. Okay. Well, we got five minutes left in today's show, and we'll be here tomorrow. We will. Nine o'clock. So we know the big news is the memo in the politics world this week, Mm -hmm. uh, which is funny. It's kind of overshadowing the State of the Union address. You think that would be... I really thing. think President Trump should have handed the, the memo. Should, I think they should always do release the blank. And that way people can get real excited every week about releasing something. I don't know what it could be. It could be make it up and just at least we have like a – we need a countdown timer. Like, yeah, they can't wait Release the dossier. Release the memo. Yeah, release the Kraken. Yeah. Release the – Do it every week. 52 <laughs> release the weeks recipe. this year. We'll release something. And then, uh, you know. That can go south so quickly and so easily. I'm just gonna I'm gonna shy away from that whole train of thought. So, what are our predictions? I, I've uh, off the air. I, I told well, you this, Dick. Politically, I have no insight, so I can't really like pr- 
predict really what's going to happen. I think it's my prediction is something's going to happen to the point we don't the normal person doesn't understand. And I think there's going to be a lot of confusion on how to execute whatever the, whatever the memo really says. Because I'm convinced that no matter what these political people do, depending on who you know, you don't get in trouble. I mean, I'm convinced that's like it, it has been proven over and over. And that's one thing I wish I was around for the Watergate scandal, mainly because I didn't really fully understand why he got in trouble. But like I'm talking about when he got arrested. Did he ever get arrested? No. Was there cuffs ever put on No, Robert, never, he never Richard got arrested. Nixon? So and that's what I'm like. In my mind, you know, someone's going to get arrested, right? But no, like usually it's just kind of like, oh, you're in trouble. You know, you're just no longer in that position. We'll have a court hearing about you being in trouble, and then that's it. I think it would go beyond that. I one of my earliest memories was Watergate, and I, I remember asking my folks why. You know why? Why is, I, I remember the the. Uh, I, it may not have been live, may have been on the news that night, but watching the uh, effective tomorrow, I will resign, and uh, asking questions like why? Because back then everyone wanted to be, you know, every kid wanted to be the president of the United States. So why would you resign? And like, well, he lied. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't lie. Uh, th that was worse than like Santa Claus to keep me straight for a while. <laughs> Just uh, he lied and see what happened. He's well, I mean, uh, and it's similar because I was around for the Bill Clinton deal. And that was the one thing I never understood is through all this commotion, nothing really came from it besides him having, spank. you know, he, he was, he was well, how was he spanked? Yeah. On the wrist. I mean, you know, because he was still president. Yeah. He, he, he so was well, impeached. How, how was he spanked? He like, was impeached. Meaning, like he didn't have the powers of the presidents. No, 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 no. Just it, it was scolding. He 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 got a stern talking. See, to. like that. It was nothing. I mean, I just that's, and what that's saying. Why, I don't really get it. But here's the thing: the the only reason why I'm gonna mildly disagree on on the ramifications of this one. Those well, we who don't have know seen what the ramifications. It, well, I'm just you know my little prediction thing. The Republicans who have read it are like, oh my gosh, this has to go out, and the Democrats who have read it are going. No, because we got to do our good to give our side of the story. So I think it's going to be pretty. I don't think it's confusing. I think it's very clear cut. Now, this is also what's funny. You had two senior uh, FBI officials uh, in the know read it and going, there are, at, there are no factual inconsistencies or misrepresentations in this memo. Basically, everything in this is factual. And then 24 hours later, another group in the FBI going, oh, but there are some omissions that may take it out of context. Well, no, you just said there's not in this memo. The FBI itself said there's nothing that's untrue. And Democrats are freaking out about releasing it. They want to give their side of the story with their own memo. Well, I feel like they do that with it, like, no matter what side. Same right, but that doesn't to me that doesn't mean that it's it's a wish. So how hard are they going? How are these people going to get spanked? Can we? I mean, how hard were, was Bill if Clinton? Was Bill Clinton doing the spanking? <laughs> well, if you remember the whole Clinton thing, as that was going down, Hillary Clinton was was blaming a, a vast white wing conspiracy when she knew there wasn't one. So I think I think it's, things are going to start catching up with Hillary Clinton personally. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really do because I don't think anything's gonna. Happen. Much like Bernie Madoff, when he said, "I can't believe I got away with it for so long," you guys, I was so obvious you should have stopped me. I think Hillary Clinton. Every time she hasn't been in trouble, she's been relying on the fact that she would be covered. I, I really think there's a line of sight, a smoking gun between Clinton, the DNC, and that's, the FBI. That's, that's why you're the conspiracy theorist of the group. You here, know Warren's it. Star. You know what? And I just want to say, Area 51. There's a smoke screen. All the real stuff is in Area yeah, 52. So here we go. This is when you put your credibility down the toilet right there. I'm just, what credibility? You're, I have no credibility. Yeah, well, this, this is Morning's Lone Star. We try to be responsible with what we say. 
not really, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're signing out. We're going to be here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Don't forget, we podcast every episode on iTunes, Google Play. You can always call in 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 936-647-3776 is the call-in message line. Leave a message, say you want to talk to Morning's Lone Star, and speak your piece. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook slash MWLoneStar. All of our archives can be found online at IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Today's sponsors, very special thank you to Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. That's Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. We're signing out. We will be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. we got a full lineup of shows today. Visit us on IRLoneStar.com for more information. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of this day. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted, and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.